1: On everybody and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. We got a victory pod for you this week after we defeated the Timbers of Portlandia. Portlandia it's a good
2: one.
1: <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> I'm Jimmy, he's Dan. What's going on, my friend?
2: Man, just just loopy, dude. What is what is this game? What is this game that we like that we call soccer? I, I don't, don't know, understand. Man. It's been oh, and, wild. Hey, 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 random, random thought, by the way, as we were talking about like media passes and stuff, we mm-hmm. getting we getting Chiefs media passes soon. How do we? How do we oh, go get those?
1: I feel like that's a lot harder to get. Nah, we'll get them. We'll get them. We'll get on that. <laughs> we don't talk Chiefs enough to, uh, to justify that, I would uh, guess. We just spent
2: fifteen seconds on them. That's a that means there we're a Chiefs go. podcast sometimes, man. We'll
1: send them uh, send them that little clip.
2: Hey, we talk about you. <laughs>
1: there you go. Nah, just random thought I had, but. Uh, holy hell it's a victory podcast it's a victory pod we have not had this? many of those this year but we got one this week we thought we were gonna get one last week and that game sucked and uh i had a little ptsd this week at halftime not gonna lie did but, you? Uh, were you a little nervous a little bit i think you were a little more nervous and i, I texted you at one point during the game and you're like don't worry we can mess this up i did so you, you i think there was something i don't remember what it was i, don't but I don't, remember man it, it was a long delirious. day
2: it was a beautiful uh, retro night, man. I had, had a the long rocks flowing. It was a good time.
1: Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I said uh, I like that first half. You said gonna need three more goals in this half.
2: Oh yeah, I just meant I meant because they're coming on on our side of the field where we were sitting. Ah, I was like, okay. well, I
1: hope I get to see more goals over here, right? I got you. I thought you didn't trust our defense because we gave up four in the last game.
2: Uh, how can you not trust our defense when our defense <laughs> is
1: scoring
2: and assisting goals?
1: Oh man, known striker Andre Fontes,
2: right? And and new favorite player Ben Sweat Benjamin, <laughs> I see you, you fast son of a gun.
1: Oh man, it's uh what a what a time, but uh but yeah, thank you all for for joining us. We don't have any new reviews to read this week, but appreciate all of you have put out those five star ratings and reviews. If you yeah. uh, go on Apple Podcasts and do it, we'll make sure to read it next time we get a new one and uh and if you
2: figure out how to do it on spotify we'll 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 make it up and read read your <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> on, you can't do it you can't do it no, on spotify. you can't
1: you can email it to us at nootherproduct@gmail.com and just tell us oh. it's your five star review if yes. you uh you know can't do it on spotify send us an but, email
2: it's been a while man we yeah. used to have some regulars in there they've yes. they've, they've,
1: they've left us i don't know yes. where they went i don't know hopefully they're okay yeah. <laughs> not to take it to a dark place. But yeah. uh we do have a new friend on with us this week. You probably saw oh, it in the boy. title. None other than Kalo. Mr. SKC Fan TV himself Kevin Lopez joins the pod K- this week. Kalo. not sure I didn't why I didn't put that together, but that's a thing. <laughs> that's it from henceforth. Kalo. Yeah,
2: Absolutely. I'm probably I'm sure he he's known.
1: got I'm sure he's gotten that before cuz that's he's not original at all. Never heard it in his life. It's the first time. <laughs> So, but no, it's, uh, we had a great time talking to him about SKC Fan TV, what he's doing there, the community he's building, his thoughts, <clears throat> excuse me, on sporting. I'm losing my voice. Yeah, it's,
2: uh, get excited. He's a positive dude uh, who just said nothing but nice things about us. So I always love that. He's more than welcome to come back anytime yeah. and, and talk to we'll Check is nice in the me. mail. <laughs> yeah. when people do that that that's how i feel like it would be like if we had willie agata on the podcast i'd be like oh willie God. we just had you on here to say nice
1: things about our podcast so i love that, we know man. you're the
2: nicest son of a bitch out there so tell us how we're great
1: someone asked this week in the questions they're like have you seen uh willie agata's abs and i was like sir i uh, was standing eight inches away from him in the locker room oh you so saw him huh he did a little when, Standing right cool. next to him, giving an interview, he had no shirt on. He's hits a Wash fit man. Wash clothes on those things. All right. <laughs> so, maybe but t- have man. a little have a little taste. Mm. No, none of okay, that. Sorry, all sorry, professional. got weird. It got weird. It's all professional. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but let's let's jump right into this game because there's a lot to talk about. We had uh, the same eleven. I think this is the third game in a row now. Right. We had this eleven. Dare and, I say best
2: eleven? Uh, That's the best available uh, eleven. Get used to it.
1: Maybe I'm still oh, okay. unsure. So I know. Sorry. I know you just complimented him. I'm still unsure at that left back position. Who's going to who goes there then? A uh, hurt Logan and Denbe? He's not on the injury report anymore, what? I don't think. Yes, he is. Is he still
2: 100%
1: questionable? Well, I don't you know, a lot of things are questionable. I'm questionable myself. You have no one else most over days. There. You're, you're trying to put Jake Davis over there or something. It's like, "Hold on. Jake's a midfielder. Let's relax." I'm just saying. I know it's a weird time to pick a bone with Ben Sweat after the ball he served into yeah. Willi Agata this week. Don't but there's some times here. when I'm like, Ben, what do you? Come on now, Just no, rein c- it in.
2: Gorgeous assist, and I think he gets a pass from your criticism this week.
1: <laughs> this week, he's no other pod's favorite player. Is he? Okay, I don't know if I'm going <laughs> that far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're saying this is the best eleven. That means. That means. Hot take alarm. We need a soundboard. I need a hot take alarm that oh, I can Oh, We do need a on. soundboard where you just press a key and it's like sweat, baby, sweat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying, you're alleging on August twenty second, two thousand twenty two, at seven o five PM when we are recording this, you are alleging that John Pulsecamp is better than Tim Melia.
2: No, hey, what, what I you said, said best was... best 11.
1: I said best available 11 that's is what no, I said. There was no available in there. What? You can reverse it, <laughs>
2: flip it around, and twerk it. That That's what I said, man. Okay. Oh, you're from a different Yeah. I'm just saying. That's a hot take. So, we'll I, see. Best, it's the best available best 11. Best available. Ever. If okay. it's not what I said, it's what I meant. Okay. And it's, I mean, it's hey, true. it's hard.
1: it's hard to argue with Pulse Camp's performance after this week.
2: Well, so. sure. I mean, let's let's relax. All right. Tim's in the wings getting all ripped and stuff, so he's
3: he's good. <laughs> He'll be good.
1: Uh so yeah, this is I mean, we're starting to see Eric Tommy and Willie Agata really sort of find their footing within this team. Um they're they're opening up avenues on the offensive attack that we have not seen all year. Uh Willy Agata now has scored 5 goals through 5 games, uh which is only no. th- Five the, goals through
2: four games.
1: He's played five games now.
2: Well, okay, five goals in four starts,
1: right? In four starts, yes. Okay, but five goals in, in five appearances, and uh, the only other players to ever do that in Sporting KC history were Felipe Gutierrez, and oh goodness, why I'm I'm blanking on the name uh, back from 2000. Shoot, uh, why am I? uh Miklo, i was gonna call him milkos and i was like that's not it miklos molnar okay. from the 2000 season those are the only other two sporting kc players who have ever scored five goals in their first five appearances for the club so well well you gotta come along
2: getting five from are you counting the pk and, and open cup no he's got five mls goals Oh, okay, because it was four and five this past weekend. Right. I gotcha. I His bought. fourth
1: one was the first one, and then he got the fifth.
2: Out here scoring braces.
1: Who are we? The LA Galaxy? We're so good. Willie Agata. This is a little upsetting, depending on how you look at it. Willie Agata, he's made five appearances for Sporting KC and MLS play. He's okay. two goals away from the team lead for goals on the well, season. Well,
2: don't make that upsetting.
1: And uh, uh, Build that's... my boy up. That's without penalty kick goals. I believe Johnny has two penalty kick goals this year. So Willie Agata in five appearances is tied for the team lead in non PK goals on the year.
2: Yeah, that's not depressing. That's 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 a come up. Okay, he's it's a glow up. <laughs> he's coming, man.
1: Uh, but Portland came into town. They've been sort of fighting for that last playoff spot. I mean, it's not been a great year for sporting, admittedly, but. We kind of have been using that 48, 49 point line as sort of what that playoff cutoff line will likely be based on math. Mm. I don't think it's going to be that high. It might be 44, 45 points because there's really anywhere from Nashville all the way down to Portland, Colorado. There's a four point gap between 6th and 11th place and nobody really wants to take control of those last couple of playoff spots.
2: Well, we're, we're pretty far away, so... Uh, well, right now. I, I know we're still mathematically not out of it. It's like a 1% chance to do it, whereas San Jose has like a 3% or something like that, so it's... You never say never, right? Goonies never say die, man, but you gotta... <laughs> I try to stay positive on here, but we, we might be about done. But damn it, if we're not gonna have a little fun while
1: we fizzle. Here's the deal. A couple of positive notes. And we are goes. almost above one point per game wow that's
2: not (laughs) that positive that's still sad
1: we are almost at the same number of wins as losses at home
2: still sad where's the positive (laughs)
1: stuff (laughs) we've scored more goals in like the last three games than just about any other mls club it's absolutely insane three
2: goal three games like, 11 goals, right? It's absolutely yeah. bonkers.
1: Yeah, it's wild. So,
2: let's uh, let's talk about... I, I'm not satisfied if we don't score three or four goals in a game now. Because that's the precedent you are setting. And the teams that are coming up, it makes no sense to not drop a triple on them. It makes no sense.
1: Going to score three goals? Willie Hott has got to score braces every time he plays at Children's oh, Mercy Park.
2: Dude, if they don't bang San Jose into submission on Saturday, I don't, I don't even know what soccer is anymore. They're coming to town. It should be... Three or four goals. Deal.
1: I had a uh, another media bet. member. T- the kids are saying bet. bet. I'll say bet. No, well, SKC's Twitter account is saying bet. And I'm like, can we not pretend that Oh, they're 117? saying bet
2: now? Ah, oh, they're so cool now. No,
1: oh, I hate it. Love I it. it. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, another media member turned to me before the game. He goes, you think Willie Agata keeps his uh, goal-scoring streak up? And I, without hesitation, said yes. I was like, I've yeah. never been more confident of anything in my life. Who's, this? And, Who's uh, questioning this? Blast him! <laughs> <laughs> and it came in boy, uh chad. it wasn't chad chad was not oh. at the game this week
2: all right chad well because so. you know what chad was doing playing in
1: the media game at kc current i see you chad <laughs> he was he was uh and you know i i'm not gonna lie i got a little jealous because i wish i would have played in that game because the kc current jerseys are kind of fire yeah i know i just bought a new one which one did you get the I red bought one? the white electric one you bought the white one i, see I had one the red one
2: from last year that's the one I want. The red one looks just like the one from last year. So I was like, we got to go nuts. The the freaking, the white one has the electric ones that makes me look like I have obliques. It's a good time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Will to he wasted not a lot of time scoring. It was the 31st minute. Zeus, he got a ball out to the right side. He whips across into the box. And this is kind of the second week Will you gotta has done this where he's basically facing the left corner flag. And he somehow... If I tried to do this, or if most MLS players tried to do this and and get this ball back on target, they would launch it 70... Well, I would fall down and break hip. (laughs) Most players would launch it into the 17th row in the stands. Willie Agata not only keeps this down, he turns the ball like almost entirely around you know the, the way he turns his hips and whatnot he somehow brings this ball down keeps it down puts it on target and he did this last week as well and fires this past the portland keeper to give sporting kc a 1-0 lead in the 31st minute he did not kiss peter i kind of hoped he would but hey 1-0 goal yeah uh, not a bad way to, to get things going
2: guess we're done with the kiss your coach phase i i was really <laughs> much enjoying that for five seconds but uh yeah what a what a blast well that that was the one that was upper netting right yeah yeah absolutely insane uh felt good felt good man because we all hate Portland you hate him you hate You love to hate them, and uh it, it's a good time to hate them. but well he got a dude the guy has a nose for goal and how about that for someone who's never played in this league huh man
1: he's just he's taken to this league you know here's here's my favorite thing though and and we'll we'll talk more about him. Uh, coming up here but after the game his abs well his abs too but after (laughs) the game obviously a lot of the media members who were in the locker room wanted to talk to him and uh you know i think i believe it was daniel sperry who asked him about the service he's getting particularly the pass from from ben sweat and just you know sort of how that puts him in a a successful position and he had a a long answer that was really great answer but my favorite quote from it is he goes look man they're the ones cooking i'm just eating bro
2: just eating dude and then then you had to go in and ask Peter uh, how he scored that goal, like, you know, on target. And mm-hmm. Peter's just like, players score in all kinds of ways. <laughs> Does that make you feel silly for asking any kind of question whatsoever?
1: No, because he didn't okay. seem angry th- in that. Like, if you look at his Not body language and his, his reaction, he was just like, he's, he's really talented. He actually thought that his other goal was better because of the position that he found himself in it's, it's, oh, it's sure. kind of the vibe that i got is he was like the, the run the way he runs off of the defender to get himself yeah, open dude. that's what he was more impressed with
2: the build-up the benjamin sweat assist it's a hell of a time benjamin sweat absolutely put some respect on that man's man <laughs> <laughs> that um, man is tired
1: thir- so it's it's 1-0 in the 30 32nd 30 minute whatever it was and then uh, just about seven eight minutes later eric tommy takes a corner it bounces around Zussi tries to fire one in Daniel Shallowy takes a slight touch and then as we said known striker Andreu Fontes in the box fires one on target it gets past the keeper it's his second goal i don't know what's happening and uh, the, the entire cl- uh, team on the field they were just going crazy laughing and uh, man Fontes if he starts scoring at this clip it's uh, you know might suddenly be worth that contract he's making
2: Hey, it's nice to see that, that they're having fun out there because it's been a long time that I haven't been able to really watch these guys right. having fun on the field. And for Johnny to, like, you know, open his arms to Fantas and throw a big old sweaty hug on him, you know they're soaking wet, right? Absolutely, <laughs> yes. absolutely gushing with bodily sweat. It's disgusting. But yet they hug. They're so happy for Fantas, man. It's like I was having fun because they were.
1: Yeah, I, I asked Peter after the game, I was like, you know, did you think you are going to start getting goals every game from Fontas? And he was like, I certainly didn't know he was going to score every game, but it helps. And he starts talking about how opportunistic he is, and he's pretty yeah. decent in the attack and whatnot. And then... uh He's good on the ball, right? He he's is. He's comfortable, and he's calm, to where I'm in the stands going like, get rid of it, get rid of it. <laughs> and he's just like, juke, 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 juke. <laughs> yeah, it's not uncommon for him to drive up the middle of the field with the yeah. ball and just sort of press it up until he finds the pass, but... uh Another reporter on Zoom asked something about, like, you know, is Fontes getting in a rhythm, and do you think he can keep doing this or whatnot? And Peter was like, hold on, let's not put the cart before the horse here. This is two goals doesn't mean that suddenly he's going to start, you know, scoring every single game. So it was kind of funny. Hold
2: on, let's not put the defender before the striker here. Like, what do you? (laughs) no, he should probably not be scoring every game.
1: But what is funny is later in the game, down at the south stand end where you were sitting, Fontos had that opportunity where there were, he was just outside the top of the box. He had the ball. There was no defenders in front of him. I know. And basically everybody in the entire stadium was screaming, shoot! And he laid it off to Daniel. Yep. And I asked him after the game, I was like, you think about taking that shot? And he, he I, This is a, a paraphrase, but he was like, you know, I I should have. I laid it off to Daniel. <laughs> I saw the position he was in. I thought I could do it. But he was like, I probably should have just taken the shot. So yeah. maybe next time.
2: We all saw it wide open right there. Why the hell not? <laughs> you just scored some some freaking loop-de-loop. You, know? you just turned around and shot the damn thing. And I think at that, that point it was
1: open? 4-0, so let it fly. Just see yeah. what happens.
2: Did I really wanted to drop five on them and, and win by five because not too long ago they dropped a touchdown and a PAT on us. So I was hoping
1: we could do the same to them, you know? So at this point, I'm thinking, okay, we're probably going into the half 2-0. And then in uh, in the 42nd minute, again, this from Willie Agata, just brilliant on the hold-up play. He fights the, the Portland defender off. He he collects a ball calmly from Zusi which, by the way, great service in from Zusi Agata takes it, lays it off with perfect touch to Eric Tommy, who picks it out in the right corner of the net. This dude is an archer. It makes sense why his celebration is what it is. This is two world-class goals he's scored in a couple of home yeah, games. Man. And I can I can get used to him scoring goals like this. Oh, yeah. SKC Legolas, dude. Killing it. But freaking, <laughs> SKC Legolas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dude, that, he had no business making that goal because the keeper First time. has it covered. Keeper mm-hmm. has that side covered. And it's like, how did the keeper not even stop it? It just lasered in there and went where it needed to go. Bent it like Beckham. He, he's he's a marksman man and it it's cool uh so you got that you got that new lord of the rings series coming out oh, so you I'm had so to throw excited. in the you had to throw the rings of, the rings a power reference in there you know
1: i'm so excited
2: i right. have no idea you game of thrones guy too did you, did you help break oh, I the watched internet House last of the dragon night? yeah did you watch it i did. uh it, it's we it's the prequel to uh tits and dragons
1: not sure if you saw that show 100 and uh, <laughs> 172 years before daenerys yeah, see, that's all this show is, by the way, bunch of dragons and boobs. <laughs> well, they said they're gonna ring it, you know, ring it back a little bit on that. In, oh, they're gonna reel show. it in on the sexuality. Yeah. huh? Well, yeah. I'm,
2: I'm uninterested. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you couldn't quite tell
1: from the first episode because, you know, there it was. There was but... a
2: lot going on, but hey, yeah, hey, pretty, pretty neat. I, I'm a, I'm a, I just, I don't care about the source. I just want to be visually stunned.
1: Yeah, you know I mean? it's I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I'm not gonna lie. I got a little frustrated when you know. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched House of the Dragon, skip 60 seconds. Um, <laughs> but at one point, when uh, Viserys is like, he's warning uh, his daughter, like, "There's an impending winter that's coming," oh, and this and that. And I'm like, "Yeah." And you know what? It amounts to nothing. They march yeah. forever. They don't know what they're doing. Then they die, and the show ends, and it's all pointless. Yeah, that's called seasons, Father. We know. <laughs> so, anywho. Um, halftime, 3-0. Feeling pretty good.
2: Feels feels pretty weird. I, I'm just, I'm like, wow, dude, you couldn't ask
1: for much much more than this performance right now. They're having a good time. Yeah. So you think, okay, you got to come out in the second half. Don't let what happened against Austin happen this time. And uh, Portland came out firing in the second half. They were they definitely on the front foot. They made John
2: camp play better than he wanted to play that night. Mm-hmm. Like, they just tested him, and they tested our defense, and I was like, this is bad. This is real bad. This is how they come back. What's that, What's
1: their halftime talk look like? Hey, guys, this team gives up leads. Let's mm-hmm. fucking go. Probably. You know? Did you see what happened to them last week in Austin? They gave up four goals and a half. Let's go out there and do it. Absolutely. They, they should not have been discouraged at all. They should have been like, this team's tired now. Let's go. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and they, they came out, and they tried. And if it's not... Honestly, there's, there's a couple of moments in this game that kept it a Sporting KC win, and they're both because of John Polskamp. And the first one is in the 47th minute. Yimichara just touches around EC, and EC's not winning that foot race anytime soon. And it's a, a really good play by by Yimichara. And uh, Polskamp comes flying out of the box. And if he gets this wrong, it's a penalty without question. Oh, he yeah. times this perfectly, gets all ball, bats that away, perfectly to get it out of the and, and the other thing he doesn't just do it he punches it away with enough force that it goes you know 15 yards away from from where he was
2: sure
1: now what he didn't expect necessarily is sebastian blanco making that late run and blanco somehow i thought the the shot from uh, Willie agata earlier was was impressive i don't understand the physics of how blanco does what he does on this shot because he's he's run to the and, and facing the same direction Willie agata was he's just 30 yards back and he chips this thing perfectly, and let me tell you, it was on target. And Pulse Camp goes flying back like reverse Superman and punches that thing over the net to keep it
2: 3-0. Yeah, did he punch it or was it just? It looked I mean, like, he,
1: it he like he tipped it, slapped tipped it back. Yeah, yeah. It was,
2: it was, it, it was good. He made it look, he made it look effortless, kinda. But mm-hmm. we're all like, nah, that took some serious
1: athleticism. Good job, big boy not only athleticism, but immediate decision-making to after he slaps the ball away from Chara to get up and immediately start tracking oh, back and have his head yeah. on a swivel enough to know what's going on. Like that's, He knew, he, knew he had to
2: get back. and Because uh, that could have been a little devastating. That could have been, uh, you know, the momentum was on
1: Portland's side almost all of the second half. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then there was another one. I don't remember the exact minute um, or, or who had the shot, but uh, it was a shot from about the six yard line and it sort of bounced off graham Zusi, and pulse camp was still able to keep it uh, as a save uh if it's not for for that moment and this moment the double save we just described yeah. totally different game so
2: well feels 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 good man feels good to see john you know mm-hmm. getting his getting his sea legs you know getting it, for sure getting good
1: and then 75th minute your boy mr benjamin sweat Lays off what I have to admit is one of the more perfectly weighted passes I've yeah. seen uh, this year. Uh, Willie Agata, he's sort of trailing um, toward the middle of the field, and he just turns on the Jets to get past the Portland defender at the exact perfect time, taps that one home, and he is just having the time of his life out there.
2: If he doesn't finish this, it's a disaster. You know what I mean? Like, you expect. <laughs> Our striker situation recently, last couple years really with Polito injury too, you kind of expect those open shots to be missed. I I'm sorry, but you do. Yeah. Uh uh, it's it's. I'll tell you one thing though. I do empathize with uh, our new best friend Kevin Lopez. He says uh, he really wanted really wanted a guy to do a flip. Yeah. Do a flip like it. (laughs) <laughs> like that's what you're here for. Do a flip.
1: Yeah. Do, a, <laughs> do a flip and kiss the coach.
2: That's how you know, that's how it is when you're watching uh, uh Olympics gymnastics. You're like, do a flip. Yeah. Like that's exactly. what I that's what I'm here for.
1: I just I can't tell you and you know, okay, look, ninetieth minute, Blanco scores a, a great goal, he redirects it on frame. They'll watch that one on, on film, figure out what happened. Cam Duke kinda gets lets Blanco get away from him. Pulse camp is furious. Um but I think this actually was originally called offside, and it wasn't. VAR overturned it to make it a goal. Um, it ends 4-1. But uh, Willie Agata, he probably has more joy playing this game and is so much more happy and just genuinely excited to be there than anyone else I've ever seen play in a sporting KC jersey. It's insane.
2: Yeah, so. I, like, like I said, the man is... is far too positive i'm like what, what are you doing how do you you know can you rub off a little bit of that on us like what are we doing it's uh you're such a nice person that's weird he is, and you know
1: <laughs> I, I tweeted this about how how you know he just loves giving all the credit to the other team but you know i kind of joked with him because i know johnny's a jokester so i was like you're you're two gold behind johnny now for the golden boot lead for the team you're going to kind of you know kind of uh rib him a little bit joke around with him since you've only been here for five games and he goes johnny's a great player he's a great leader we all respect him and and we hope he keeps scoring he's the one pushing everyone pushing me and the most important thing is that the team is winning
2: why are you an instigator it's it's, you're like a (laughs) you're like a reality tv show producer you're like could we do you you have any beef with this person do you want beef with this person
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not trying to to do that i just yeah
2: and action
1: (laughs) i just it's so he just I love how excited he is about the team, about the fans, his, hey, they're the ones cooking, I'm just eating, bro. He says bro so much, and I love it. He says bro? He says bro all the time.
2: Oh, and his accent, that's probably yeah. super positive. It's I love that. It's so fun. Is he aware of smiling? No Other Pod? Because we do need uh, random praise from him, would be nice. I was wearing my No Other Pod t-shirt. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm so trying. he was to... like, oh, best podcast in the Midwest, yeah.
1: I should have should have you know mentioned that to him, but
2: uh, I mean, if you could get a sound bite from him, you know, you got your
1: phone notes there, you know, get a little voice note. There was just a lot of music playing because they were very happy, oh, of course, a I, lot of music, I... a lot of dancing. Johnny had a sharp suit, man. his suit he looked like he was going like I don't know, light colored, double breasted, okay. like it was he looked sharp the double breast.
2: They, they might have been going out, man. Little I think uh, they
1: were because Agata came out. He he uh, was in the ice bath and he came out to uh to do an interview with us and I think it was Felipe. He was like, "Hey, hurry up. We got to go." And and oh, Agata was like, calm, "Calm down. Like I got to talk to him." And then after the interview ended, we were like, "Oh, congrats on the win." Agata made sure he dapped every single one of us up who was there. And like gave us like a little hug. And I was like, "You are nicer than Ilya." All right. I said it. Let's let's get it. Let's get him on here, man. Can you call in from work? What are you, are you out
2: of town next week? What are we doing?
1: I don't know. We got to figure it out, man. Cause he's just such a genuine person.
2: I don't want, I obviously I don't like doing interviews without you. I'd rather not. It's a, it's a team thing, mm-hmm. but, uh, I will interview him myself. if you. <laughs> so, so don't make me do this. Oh, we'll figure it out. We
1: got to get him on. Cause he's I'm you telling know, you English isn't his first language. I don't think, but okay, he, he speaks neither. it very well. So it's <laughs> me. neither. Um, I whatever
2: just, we'll we'll teach him we'll have yeah. freaking we'll have lessons we'll be good it's oh, we'll it's, rosetta stone his bitch ass
1: it'll be a good time it's great um yeah i just i don't know man it's so much fun so sporting kc first team in mls history to score three goals in the first half of three straight matches oh you hear that here we come playoffs so now we got san jose <laughs> next week this is a winnable game uh
2: no shit it whatever you say san jose next week it's followed by, and this is
1: a winnable game, right? So, here's hoping that we can uh, we can pull this one off. Because, look, man, it's. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm just not saying it's impossible. Well, so,
2: it's 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 not impossible. It's absolutely improbable. 100%. Here's our next four.
1: Here's our next four games. I'm I just saying San Jose, I LA Galaxy, not great. Houston Dynamo, not great. DC United, worse than us. You win those four games somehow. You are right back in it. Yeah, literally back in it.
2: The team knows, and I hope it's been you know told to Agata and Tommy like, hey, we're we're fighting now. We are in it, and we're fighting. Like these are Western Conference teams coming up, and then we got to like end with Seattle or some bullshit. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's Seattle and then uh, FC Dallas. Yeah, and it's you know. We're having fun. At the end of the day, this is a
1: children's playground game, and we're having a blast. (laughs) For sure. So, good times. But uh, you want to kick it over to our interview with uh, Kevin Lopez, SKC Uh, Fan TV? You know, let me bring him in. Let's do it. Okay, here. But first, before (laughs) we do, we got a new sponsor that we want to tell you all about here. What? Uh, Kansas. DraftKings Sportsbook is coming to the Sunflower State. It won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. Wow! To celebrate, all capital A L L new customers will receive one hundred dollars in free bets when you sign up using code No Pod. That's all one word, No Other Pod. Plus, one lucky customer will win a one hundred thousand dollar free bet. That's Catching. right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you $100 in free bets just for signing up today, no deposit required. Soon, you'll be able to bet on money lines, spreads, props, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. Plus, you'll be entered to win $100,000. Let me say that again, $100,000 in free bets when you sign up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now! and sign up with code NOOTHERPOD to get $100 in free bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Kansas. Plus, one customer will win a $100,000 free bet. That's code NOOTHERPOD only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1-800-522-4700, 21 and over. You must be physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com sportsbook. Subject to regulatory license requirements, one per customer. $100 issued as is four $25 free bets. No purchase necessary for sweepstake. Void where prohibited. Ends first day. DraftKings is allowed to operate in Kansas. See terms at DKNG.co KS. And now, bring in Kevin Lopez, SKC Fan TV.
2: go we got the guy here with us you know who he is uh everybody ought to know who he is mr skc fan tv himself kevin lopez uh man kevin how are you dude i'm good
3: i'm excited i'm first very thankful you guys invited me i've been listening for a while now so it's kind of weird to be here but yeah thank you i'm excited
2: very cool man that's we appreciate the listenership we uh (laughs) You never really know who listens to these things. We just uh, <laughs> yeah. have conversations and offend people. That's about it. Definitely.
3: <laughs> oh, I I get offending people. I do that a little bit myself, so I understand.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much for, for joining us and, and taking some time. Obviously, uh, we're coming off of a, one of the more entertaining performances for Sporting KC uh, of 2022 so far. But um, before we jump into that game specifically... For those of our uh, listeners who who may not be familiar, and hopefully they all are, but just in case they aren't, why don't you take, excuse me, I'm so excited I'm getting choked up. Uh, (laughs) Why don't you take them through sort of what SKC Fan TV is, how you got it going, and and how it started. I mean, it seems like you're kind of taking on a life of its own over the last couple months.
3: Yeah, sure. Um, Well, you know, so basically, to kind of give anyone an idea on what I basically do is uh, most european accounts arsenal big big clubs in europe especially in the premier league they have uh fan accounts whether being on twitter facebook youtube whatever um and basically what i do is just copy their kind of their idea on just doing reactionary content so a lot of watch alongs um as you guys are very well you know uh, aware of a copyright rule you can't really show games so i can't Mm -hmm. really broadcast anything but it's mostly just my reaction on youtube watching along uh live with chatters um all sporting kansas city games and everything in between um after games i'll post little highlight reels on tiktok um start some conversation with people on tiktok which is uh pretty fun (laughs) and and same thing with twitter it's been it's been cool but yeah basically it's um think of your arsenal fan tv manchester fan tv Um, Same vibe for Sporting. I think Sporting deserves uh, some type of uh, fan TV account. Definitely more than just one. Um, But yeah, uh, how it started, I think was one of your questions. Uh, How it started (laughs) was, so six years ago, I started a YouTube channel uh, just to learn how to edit, just to learn how to uh, make almost like mini movies. I'm like obsessed with film. And growing up in Kansas, you can't really, uh, uh, you can't really expect going to a nice film school in Kansas, at least, or going <laughs> to a film studio. So my younger brother and I uh, started a YouTube channel just to kind of learn the ropes, and it started out with gaming content. Then I started doing little vlogs because it was similar to um, almost like one-day documentaries. Then COVID hit. I don't know if you guys <laughs> heard of that, but uh, they. <laughs> Uh, it turned into a whole uh, mini documentary type of vibe instead of me actually vlogging and I made an MLS video kind of like a breakdown. I'm, I'm a huge fan of MLS. I, I'm from Argentina, but I grew up in Kansas, so I've watched football, soccer around the world, Europe, uh, South America and here. And uh, I was doing an MLS breakdown video just kind of getting uh, my opinions out on the league talking about things I like about the MLS, things I don't like about the MLS. And in the middle of that, I needed B-roll. And because I'm a sporting fan, I wanted B-roll of sporting reactions, just the fans. I just wanted reactions from fans. So I contacted my friend who's a huge sporting fan, Miguel. And I said, hey, Miguel, give me a Sporting can or sporting KC fan TV account. I need B-roll. He goes, Kevin, we don't have one. And it it like shocked me. It took me a month to finish that video. And the whole time I was like, dude we're sporting okay we've won mls cups we have u.s open cups we're one of the ogs in the sport right uh we should have fan tv accounts that's so kind of wild to me that we don't have someone some guy yelling at their tv uh, so i talked to my wife and my mom about it. i'm like is this cause it's kind of weird right that this is not a thing and uh since i did the um kind of like a fan tv account for argentina the national team they're like why did not you do it just you know what to do you you understand the software you know how to do everything just do it see how it goes and uh so four months ago we i started it up uh, on my own and it's like it's definitely taken off it's it's been a wild wild four months for sure maybe not the best season to do a start an account but it's been kind of fun yeah but, it's
2: yeah, pretty that's wild just, right when you get started yeah. uh you would think you've been doing it for a while because not only is it uh, getting views but you're consistent with it and we all know that consistency is everything right i mean are there days you're like i don't really want to i don't really <laughs> want to do anything right now I, oh. i've done too much
3: yes so like with the main account i still upload there so i'm doing that while running this and especially with the season we're having it's like the streams are fun because i get to talk to people but what really sucks is when we have a really bad game, and I have to edit the highlights. That's what I'm like, dude. I don't want to relive <laughs> all of nights. these moments. Yes, It's you from Portland. That's when I that's where I found you guys. After Portland seven two, um, I was like, okay, I need some opinions that are not my opinions, just someone else, <laughs> because I was so angry. Of course, you guys were too. But it was refreshing because I found you guys. Started listening, and you guys were like, "Hey, it's not the end of the world." Everybody, calm down. <laughs> well, uh, you for the hindsight. most part, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I talked to Daniel Sperry, right? I messaged him and I said, "Hey, uh these guys are like really chill about what's going on," and he gave me the breakdown. He's like, "No, no, no, you got to understand, these guys are—they've seen it all. They've seen the wins, the losses, the good seasons, the bad. So they don't overreact when things go bad." And that was really refreshing because you got some of, you know, you got your idiots that scream and, you know, and then you got, <laughs> then you got like the sports dads, like the sporting dads, like you guys that are just like relax fans. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it's I'm fine. Not it a
1: sporting dad. Okay.
3: Not in an offensive way, but <laughs> no, it's good. I you know, love it. But it's kind of like when you're, when you're just too, just, if you're just reacting to like everything, this is a, this is the worst season right. we've ever had. This is horrible. It gets annoying. And then, finally like listen to a podcast or a streamer or whoever that's just like it's fine you know it sucks we'll move on it was it's definitely refreshing and that's that's where i started with you guys it even changed how i've been doing things because early on i started getting chatters that are just you know you'll have the rsl fans in chat and they'll mm-hmm. start blowing me up or whoever um randomly recently orlando fc fans have been n- non-stop uh just trolling me i don't know why but uh, when you get that you can you feel like you need to react but ever since I started watching you guys I started realizing like you know what <laughs> there's next season and we'll, we'll laugh next season because I feel pretty good right now yeah honestly
1: I hey, mean you, that's uh... a sign that you're, you're you're doing well is when you're getting the attention of, of opposing fan bases right, I mean yeah. I know a couple couple games ago it was the Austin game and I'm sure you had run-ins with what has you know become our favorite fan base and all of mls (laughs) uh i mean we've had some run-ins with them too and this year I've just kind of like had to let it go and just let them have their moment but uh i mean that's kind of a sign that you're doing something right if you're starting to to get other people trying to shit talk you
3: i i guess i i think with i at first i was like okay it if i'm if i'm thinking about it right now here's a good uh example like Manchester United everybody likes to watch them because they suck well actually they won today, of course but they usually <laughs> suck uh especially this season or last season but it's I started thinking okay the minute sporting does good <laughs> we'll see how well I'm really doing because you never really know that people are watching me whether just to just to seeing you know me in the mud with the team but recently I've been seeing a lot of fans just going no dude it's totally fine we we love that we just love hanging out and and I started seeing RSL fans subscribing. If an RSL fan is subscribing, then all right, we might be doing something right. Cause that's wild. I've openly said I cannot stand them. And we all, we, we understand RSL. Okay. <laughs> We've been there. I I've even have an example like 2013, I was at the final um, right next to them to oppose to the away fans. Uh, and they were horrible. I mean, the whole time it was, you know, you guys probably remember that game was freezing cold. Yeah. It lasted five thousand hours. Like it was horrible, and they made it worse. But it <laughs> ever since then, I'm like, I can't stand RSL. But yeah, even they're they're cool with me. So yeah, it's been great.
2: Is there? Do you miss? Obviously, you're not going to the games because you're doing these yes. reaction videos. Do you miss going to the games? Yeah, it's kind of awkward that I'm like,
3: you know, even you know, multiple people have been saying you need to come out when I really want to. It, even if I just vlog it, you know, I, I'll have some type of sure. content out. Um, but yeah, you kind of miss the experience cause I like being there. I like, sure. I love going, yelling at people, you know, in real life, I get to yell at players <laughs> and referees. That's, that's awesome. But yeah, you kind of lose that, that same feeling. Luckily people are in chat, so I'm not just talking to myself, but, uh, it's definitely different than actually going to games. I, I definitely plan on next season scheduling out games. Uh, I, I actually had a media pass for the LA galaxy game. The uh, was that the home game right that that last game, Um, Mm -hmm. I can't remember what happened last minute. I couldn't go. I'm like, of course, the one game I scheduled. But (laughs) yeah, definitely next season I'm planning on actually being there, um, and you know, experiencing firsthand. And other than watching TV,
1: I mean, it's pretty cool though that you've built a community of people who are like kind of like loyal watchers, loyal followers. And I, I know for us, you know, we started this thing in 2017, and that was one of the things that. I don't think I was prepared for and kind of caught me off guard is like, while wow, people are actually listening and then like are reaching out outside of just dropping a podcast every week. And are like just kind of become internet friends and, and that's kind of a cool feeling. So it sounds like you're starting to build that community yourself.
3: Yeah. I, I, th- I think as we all know, like football soccer is very, it's like religious and even people don't think MLS is that way, but I'm starting to see, especially last like five years, people have, are like, diehard fans they find podcasts and random you know twitter accounts or whatever and they're just it immediately builds community but we also have the same thing with european now it's kind of like mls fans are getting together because (laughs) in (laughs) europe they don't look at mls nowhere in any positive you know site uh so now it's kind of like we're trying to prove to everyone that like oh no we got a community uh you know we got loyal fans we're our state You know, we're having Americans in Europe that are starting to do well and stuff like that. So I think now it's like turning point for everyone. For you guys, I've seen comments or I've heard comments that you guys read out. Um, I mean, people are just going to keep watching, keep listening, good and bad. Uh, And that's just like you'd see in South America and Europe, but no different. So, yeah, it's been really exciting to see that.
1: I look at MLS kind of like your sibling where you're like, hey, I can make fun of them, but you can't. Yes. you get really defensive when like Euro snobs or whatnot yes. come in and you're like, yeah, the defense is trash, but I can say that. Like you, <laughs> yes. you know go, go back and watch EPL Definitely. while Even... Leeds is taking over with major League Soccer players. Yeah exactly.
3: yeah, Major league soccer. I I, I saw a bunch of uh, a bunch of European fans are, are talking crazy trash right now, but we actually have something we can say now. look, we got players that are developing well, coaches that mm-hmm. are in Europe that are doing well. Uh, our league is doing better, so I think right now it's kind of like brotherly love, be- almost between fans, kind of, <laughs> kind of. But especially if someone else from Europe or South America comes in and goes, Yeah, Yo, your league sucks,"
2: it's like, well, first of all, first of all, <laughs> we don't suck. Hey, but, yeah. what's uh, what's your favorite part about doing uh, doing this, man? Doing like long live streams because it's you're not doing just short videos <laughs> like little little hits and whatnot. You're doing a long form thing i think no matter what i would have
3: been watching the games so the big boost is just talking to someone during it you know i'll talk to my siblings and everything and i think i'm one of, i might be the only one in my family that are just like even kind of a fan of sporting uh (laughs) i have brothers that are like they just watch the argentinian league or, or europe and they're like dude, i'm not paying attention to sporting so it's like i'm talking to myself at some points but uh yeah but now i get to chat with people whoever's i i I love to banter a little bit so that's kind of fun to just go back and forth with other teams but if i didn't really do this i would just be watching the games by myself or going to games i guess that's a positive but sure yeah it's it's been fun to it's an hour it's like two hours of like talking to people the whole time i don't feel exhausted when i'm done. other maybe my voice is kind of tired but (laughs) other than that it's it's just like a good vibe so far i think it's very early. I'm only four months in, so I can't really say, like, it's changed right. my life, but it's definitely fun to, to just talk to people. That's What's it.
2: Neat. we we've We've talked about dabbling in it in, like, away games, right? Like, yeah, whether yeah. you do a, a Twitch stream with the two of us or the, what are people doing in the uh, Twitter spaces or whatever. Yes. You know? yeah. <laughs> what are
1: the kids doing now? What are
2: the kids doing? Yeah. <laughs> the, the TikToks and the, That's yeah, true. yeah. Twitter's for old people now. I yeah. heard so I gotta. <laughs> you're supposed to be on IG. You're supposed I, to go to Instagram. I don't but know. Look,
3: that one's dying out. I think it's yeah, TikTok it's, it's all right all now. To TikTok. It's just TikTok is, it TikTok is TikTok? blowing. Oh, yes. Lord. Yeah. All right. I'll give you my guys should do that. Why not? <laughs> I, I would love to see that. That's, that's that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, it's uh, going to take
2: the lead on that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you mentioned at the start of this like the European accounts to do this, like the most famous one at least. That I'm aware of, and I think most people know, is Arsenal Fan TV. Oh, yeah. That's sort of what got this whole fan TV thing going. But it kind of turned into a meme of itself. And then it was like, it it kind of got tough, because it's like, well, now you don't know if you're actually getting people's genuine reactions, or if they're just sort of like doing it for the memes of, oh, it's Arsenal Fan TV. So... You feel like you're you're still in a good spot where you're like you're getting like yeah, and this the season it's been tough because there's been so many hot takes out there, but I I still feel like it's it's genuine reactions and people aren't yeah. doing it just to you know get on air or whatnot.
3: Yeah, I I think with me personally, I'm I'm gonna say this straight up. I'm kind of annoying when I watch games because even even. <laughs> Like, last last season – or last season. Last year, I did a, a Copa America stream watch-along. So I, I decided to do this. This is kind of how I learned to do this. And I watched Argentina all the way through. And people, like, in chat were like, what's wrong with this guy? I mean, this guy is, like, <laughs> screaming every – and that's how I am normally. Today, I was watching Liverpool United. And you could ask my wife. I mean, I was screaming at the TV. <laughs> I just could not believe what I was watching. And it, I, I agree with you what you're saying, though. Arsenal fan TV has turned into – A straight meme so now it's almost to the point where like arsenal as a club which this is my nightmare like does not want to be affiliated with arsenal fan tv which i understand but some of the takes they have is crazy they get real (laughs) personal with players which is wild real personal with coaching and all that i definitely don't want to go that route but uh, (laughs) i think naturally i i definitely feel like I'm good in that sense, as long as it doesn't get to the personal level. Like, I really don't want to be calling out people individually. I don't want the club to look at me as as some like troll because that it could look like that. Um, sure. There was an account. I'm not gonna say the team, but there was a kid that was kind of doing the same thing I'm doing, and he went to the game and you talked to the coach. I don't know if you guys know, have seen this, but it was kind of viral on TikTok and Twitter. He went to go talk to the coach and the coach said I don't like what you said about me and my team and just like shut him down. Yeah. And said, you know, but you're a fan and whatever and just kind of like walked away. That is my nightmare. If Peter B <laughs> if Peter B looks at me and he's like, "Hey, I don't like what you said." I did I'm I'm urinating right there on the spot. I can't.
1: Well, if you ever come to a press conference as a media member and you ask questions, it's only a matter of time before you get yelled at in some yeah, way. Yeah, I've by seen, Peter
3: I've, I've heard that <laughs> Daniel Sperry told me. Like I've seen the bad news, so I'm staying away from from any questions. I'm staying away from
2: that. <laughs> I'm I'm I want to. Ha- That's my bucket list guest to have on this podcast, oh, but I'm yes. incredibly nervous as well because I don't want him to be like. Listen, I've listened to you, Jack Waggons, yep. and <laughs> you're a couple of damn fools. Click, you yes. know, because he, he could do that. Hey, he got we'd, the power.
1: we'd still air it. It's good we, content. Oh yeah, oh you <laughs> kidding me? That will blow up.
2: <laughs> we would we play that at the beginning every time. That'd be the clip. <laughs> the That's opening. A new open, but... <laughs> Jack Waggons, I would hey, love that. I asked you what your favorite part was uh, doing these. What what's the what's the hardest part? What's most challenging?
3: first part like i've already mentioned is editing after because i just don't want to relive it but after that it is especially i did this to myself but uh uploading on a platform that's like pretty new like tiktok there's not it's like i don't have like a professional account so anyone in their moms can tag me on all types of things people can send me messages so you have like the pretty occasional like just hate paragraphs (laughs) Like And luckily, I've, I've been used to it on my main channel. I've, I've seen that before. Uh, but with sports, as you guys can imagine, it's like next level. Uh, right now, sporting, we've won. Since I've been streaming, I think I've only streamed six wins. I, no, sorry, we've had six wins. Maybe, I don't know, four wins that I streamed. So it's not like I'm the annoying guy that's, you know, his team's doing amazing and everyone's, you know, hating on me. But those few wins it's like hard to deal with like oh my god okay just i just swipe delete you know i'm sure you guys have seen this as well but um it's definitely hard to kind of get used to i think i'm still in the early thing where it's sports so it's next level people get kind of really threatening e if that's a word but uh yeah that's the hard part is like just ignoring that type of stuff i know i'm gonna bring sorry to bring this up for you guys but uh i was listening to the podcast where Uh, We were talking, or you guys were talking about um, the abortion, uh, voting for abortion, um, the abortion situation, and the the comment you had. It's like that. So you guys have seen it. It's kind of like you guys can say what you want. I same thing with me. I can say what I want. It's like my own little thing. Sure. Um, it's your opinion, and people. But it's my show. So exactly. (laughs) uh, Yeah, exactly. So delete, you know, block whatever I need to do. But yeah, the way you guys handled that was great. And and sometimes. Like for your experience or for that situation, it was perfect. Read it out. And you're like, you know what? This is our opinion. You know, screw yourself. But I almost (laughs) like I need I want to do that every time where I need to tell myself, Kevin, dude, it's probably a nine year old, you know, don't. Go off. Uh, well, how many how many trophies do we have? And you see, you see behind me. Look right. at all these trophies. You know, I'm not going to do that every time. Sometimes I do that, but, <laughs> but it's tough, especially yeah. on
1: Twitter. Like there, it was uh, last that year. was the year. first time we were playing Austin, and you know, I, I do the Twitter account at, at the home games, and it was like halftime, and I text Dan, no context, and all it said was something like, "We're fighting with Austin fans." Yes. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I "What was just like happened? why?
2: What are you doing?"
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no so, yeah that is. makes sense I, I same thing with even though we have older teams like rsl has been here for a minute and they have a trophy it's mm-hmm. like dude why are you blowing me up that's the same thing with orlando fans i'm like you got bro I, people were someone tagged patrick mahomes
1: making <laughs> uh,
3: making i'm like patrick mahomes has more trophies than all orlando sports together i don't know about hockey i don't know anything about hockey but i know basketball and soccer they haven't won anything but yeah uh it like it blows my mind. so like I just want to react to it. So it's so
2: hard to just not. Yeah, It's just don't waste your time. It's tough, and man. You really got to keep a positive outlook. And uh, um, in hindsight, Patrick Mahomes knows about your show now. So there Let's right. I,
3: I wish, dude. That would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I would oh, freak boy. out.
1: So you, you're, your wife, is she yeah. a soccer fan? Does she like – is she a viewer? Does she like what you're doing?
3: Oh she, oh, she was one of the ones that was like, do this. She Okay, she didn't – she's not an original soccer fan. When I met her, it was like kind of refreshing. She doesn't know much about it or didn't know much about it. Uh, but many years on now she's well into it. She knows what to say and what not to say on game day. Uh, she, (laughs) she, she's, I, I even caught her like screaming and cheering. I took her to her first sporting game. Uh, last year was her first sporting game. It was like COVID game. So it was like half capacity. Um, but, yeah, so she's she was um, one of the main people to tell me you, you need to do this because uh, when we did the Copa America streams, she was running the ship. She was on the computer. Oh, wow. She was doing the overlays. She was. I, I taught her, you know, and she, actually she was, like, learning on her own for certain things. So, yeah, if she wasn't into it, she wouldn't have done it. I'm, I'm telling you. But, yeah, she's a huge supporter. Same thing uh, my mom at the same time. She's like, you got to do it. You have the personality. Just Just go on. I'm like, all right. If mom says cool, wife says cool, I'm doing it. I'm down.
1: (laughs) So it's not like she told you to go do it so you're not screaming all your hot takes (laughs) at her for two hours.
3: That might be true, but (laughs) unfortunately, I'm too loud. She's going to hear me anyway, so.
1: (laughs) Are you getting a lot of this in your chat, like the fire Peter Vermees talk? Because that's been something, uh, man, all season we've been getting it, and... And look, I get people's frustration, but we've been trying to walk people off that ledge a little bit, and just be like, "Yo, give him a give him off season, give him a couple of signings, and look what he can do with like Tommy and Agata." So what I
3: yeah, so I my first or second stream was the seven two, right? So like immediately, like in my head, I'm like, "How are we this bad?" I under we understood the situation oh, injuries. We didn't have Eric and and uh, excuse me Willie at the same at that time. We had it was looking bad. Okay. And just like you said, everyone was like, fire, Peter, fire, Peter, fire, Peter. But like you've said many times, this guy has won it all with us, for us. He he has a system. It's worked in the past. I think this is my outlook on it. And I think you guys even said this. Uh, 2019, not fun. It was a weird year, right? Um, 2020, weird year for everyone. Uh, 2021, whatever. But now we're back to this spot where it's like we got injuries after the season peter's back next season for sure let's calm down we're not gonna fire him right now what's the point i think next year if we're halfway through the season and we're well out of i mean if we're in this spot for sure but if we're out of playoff spot or we're looking really bad no motivation i think it's like all right we got to give we got to do a plan after that i'm Mm -hmm. not saying i don't know mls is weird like I'll pull up some news. It lasts like three years. You'll see coaches being fired midway. Mm-hmm. You have crazy coaches coming in. For example, Rooney's in now. It's like weird <laughs> things like that. But the, like you guys have said before, Peter is the system of sporting. So whether, either we deal with one or two bad years or deal with five rebuild years. It's kind of like pick and choose. Next season, I'm, next season I'm feeling great. Right now, I, I don't know who tweeted this out yesterday, but... We're scoring goals like you wouldn't believe right now in the league compared to other teams. Uh, we're our players are looking motivated. I think next season it's kind of like, like, all right, who is our starting eleven? Is Polito even gonna? Oh, he's gonna be in our starting eleven. But it's <laughs> – uh, is I don't know. Maybe he's gonna. Some people are gonna put pressure on him. Maybe he's gonna mm-hmm. get subbed off. Get some other guy. Daniel's gonna put pressure on people. Eric, you know, it's next season is gonna be that defining season in my opinion for Peter. And for probably us for the next, like, five years.
2: You know, and it, something crazy could happen this season. I mean, we have no idea. We're scoring, uh-huh. like, you know, four goals a game. So what are it's, you saying? Uh, yeah, well, there's like, a 1% chance. 1% <laughs> Tell me there's a chance. <laughs> right? But yeah. uh, damn it if it's not exciting right now. I mean, being yeah. at the game Sunday night was just like, what am I watching? What is right. this feeling? It's so fun again.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was looking at, uh, like, chat was going crazy during the game
2: because it looked
3: we looked like a sexy team out there i'm telling you (laughs) we look so good eric tommy shot he scored a goal that was just finested picked it out just beautiful willie is disgusting the man was just in the box fighting people it's like we have not seen this in so long that now it's like okay if peter is really not the guy we get new signings and we still don't look bad. I would kind of understand really the big frustration. Hey, we got to change the whole system. Sure. But dude, look at us right now. We're like,
2: oh yeah. I mean, what? even Jimmy's favorite player, Ben Sweat showed up. It was amazing. <laughs> God.
3: Oh, thank you. You said it. Awesome. Yeah. You know <laughs> look, and, oh, that's another thing I wanted to mention. Like you guys are good about uh, like, it, it's hard. I don't want to have the problem you guys have. And this is your problem. Okay. This is, you guys are having legitimate guests. And when you have player guests, it's hard not to be biased towards the guest. Right. Because they're cool. You might have, you might, you know, build a rapport. They're doing you a favor. They're doing you a favor. Yeah. And they're good so, dudes. And they're good dudes. So on top of that, you're like, I cannot be those guys that are just like crapping on these players constantly Rough. every week. It's hard. Uh, at the same time, you're like, okay, let's be professional and say, yep, he doesn't work with us. He needs to move on. You guys kind of take that middle ground where it's like, we're not going to bash him, but we're not going to be like, yeah, he's doing fine. You know, give him next right. game. Um,
2: was, I see what you're saying, though. When I asked Kyrie Shelton, I was like, "If you heard all this internet buzz about you mm-hmm. not scoring? And I was like, oh, my God, why did I ask that? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I'm so, so sorry. Yeah, that's
3: that's something where I don't think I'll ever have to run into. <laughs> where yeah. I'm not going to be really inviting players, obviously, so... That's kind of like the nightmare, but like, that's the same thing. Like, even I don't even want to read the comments live. I don't even want to say some of the things that are in chat because it's just like, I don't want to be associated as this guy. Maybe in person, like privately, you know, we end this podcast. I'm like, guys, t- this guy is not playing good, right? Maybe I'll do that. But like publicly is too far. It's like, I can't do it, especially if I do. We meet- imagine you guys are bashing players left and right, let's say, and then you invite <laughs> them on. I like, come on. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Right. There yeah, have been
1: definitely definitely times How, when we've brought people on, and I'm sitting there being like, "What have I said about this person in the past?"
2: Oh, buddy, God. they don't listen to us. That's like, I asked,
1: <laughs> Jacob I asked, Peterson does. Peterson I, even when does. he when he came on, I was like, "Have I ever said anything he's bad an about analyst, Jacob?" Though he's
2: the nicest he's, guy, uh, right. He's paid to know about the team. I asked Kyrie. I said, "Are you familiar with no other pod?" And he was like. No. And I was like, totally cool. That's so, <laughs> so, so fun. I'm cool with that. But yeah, then Tim Amelia though, Tim was like, oh, yeah, everyone knows you guys. I was like, I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, who, no. Who are we talking no. about? That was my reaction.
1: I was like, I don't like that. No,
3: yeah, that's who, not who good. Yeah. It's like <laughs> flattering, but not flattering. And same thing, like uh when the players follow you on social media, like Daniel followed me, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh, hell yeah. And then immediately my reaction is like, Kevin? Do not say anything wild or crazy. <laughs> I never. I, I love Daniel, but yeah, it's just like that added pressure of podcasts and stuff that you guys do. Dude, credit to you guys. I couldn't do it. I'm scared. We'll send I'll you. You're talking Daniel
2: Shallowy, right? Yeah, Daniel Shallowy. Okay. Yeah,
3: uh, and Sperry too. Wasn't I don't me. Care about wasn't me and Sperry. <laughs> oh <No, no, laughs> uh, no, 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 you as well. I, actually, when you guys followed, I was like, oh snap. And then you I know. got the message. I was like, yeah, it's happening. I, it I, t- is, t- I told Daniel, I was like, guys, it's going down. Yeah, I was excited.
2: <laughs> well, we have to, man. This is a fan's podcast, dude. And you're you're a fan as well and, and bringing media to the team. And the team's got to appreciate that as well, you know, more avenues and more more eyes on their product.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely an honor.
1: So given – that it's unlikely that Sporting KC will make the playoffs, even if it's mathematically possible. Unlikely awesome. at this point. Awesome. Yeah. What, what are you hoping for for the rest of 2022 and then heading into next season for the club? So honestly,
3: and it's kind of like my question mark on what I'm going to do personally. Like, what do I do after October 2nd or whatever the date is? That are, that's our last game. For me, it's I re, I'm i so interested just, just to see how play, things play out for all of the teams, just to see how the playoffs go, how things break down. Um, but after that, it kind of gives us, uh, an idea what to expect next season. I think next season we're coming in, obviously with Bolito coming back, uh, way more optimistic as long as no one gets hurt, like a weekend, obviously knock on wood. I, I think what I'm going to do personally is I'm just going to put a vote who, what game should I stream? And I'll just watch a long, I don't know. Hang out with people. But when it comes to like learning on what's going to happen, I'm interested to see these, these new bloods. I'm interested. There's crazy signings. Like right now, the ML or MLS is looking like wild West, even, but like even more than the nineties. Cause that was really wild West. But right now with the signings, coaches coming here, huge players, young players coming mm-hmm. in, not just the old guys. Uh, It started, it might be kind of scary for sporting next season. We don't have like a, a big European we're not at LAFC right now or even in Austin they're signing freaking guys left and right it looks like but it it it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes maybe it doesn't matter imagine LAFC just I don't know shits the bed and we're like (laughs) Chiellini and Bale you know maybe they're washed maybe that's why they're over here who cares but it, it it gives us kind of like an idea on how it's gonna go and then an idea on next season maybe next season uh we come in super hot all we we don't need the big names We just need good chemistry, uh, a good starting 11. That makes sense. Uh, No offense, Peter. But uh, I think going into after this, after the playoffs, I'm extremely excited for the first time in a a minute.
2: (laughs) No offense, Peter. That's what we need to start saying. Just say no no offense. offense. You can say whatever the hell you want. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, yeah. I said with all due respect. That means I can tell you to go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
3: Oh, oh man, so if, well you had got, to,
1: if you had to choose one position that you think is SKC's biggest need in the offseason, what what do you think Peter needs to focus on this? Because, I mean, for me, the attack looks pretty good. You got Willie Agata, you got Eric Tommy. Now, like you said, add Alan Polito, mm-hmm. add Gotti coming back. We have too many. <laughs> Maybe Janice <Giannis laughs> is continuing to develop. You yeah. have a couple left wings. So wh- what are you focusing on in the offseason?
3: it's hard because like obviously with ford not playing like obviously defensively it's clear uh, defensively is so so shaky right now where where you see guys like ben sweat like his position it it could be a good spot for ben just as long as if, if he hauls ass forward he needs to haul ass back like he needs to like we have the keys it's not like we're fundamentally awful and the entire defense. Okay. We had that streak where if the ball was in the air, it's going to be in the back of the net. Like, all right, we're kind of figuring that out right now, but then what if Ford comes back? Are we going to look stronger? What am I going to say right now? A center back, a strong, solid center back. Is that going to be out of date by the time we have him back and players are playing well? I don't know, but definitely our offense looks great. I won't even touch it. Sometimes, you know, like, I I feel great. It's like we're in the middle of Roger Espinosa is on his way out, but then we have mini Roger Espinosa. I think Hernandez is coming in at the perfect time because that spot, that that role is huge. And it's always been big for sporting. That uh, um, sporting midfielder has been legendary. Espinosa has been great for however long. I feel like he's been here for like a thousand years, but I think Hernandez is perfect there. Mainly we're going to have to see how this uh, is ford coming back is is ford will be
1: eligible to return in the uh, middle of september i think okay so
3: like ask me this question in september (laughs) because honestly it's an easy cop out to say bro anyone in our defense we need something uh something new but it's going to be interesting to see our older guys are they going to end out are they going to you know retire soon are they thinking about that it's kind of like are Zucis, or Espinosa's, they've been legends with the team, but mm-hmm. are they going to step down now or at least cut minutes? I'm not sure, but just saying, like, we need this guy out, I don't really have an answer to that right now, but we'll sure.
1: see. I think for me, if you look at what the consistent like problems have been this year, it's just been silly mental mistakes, particularly in the defensive half, set piece. I mean, how many times have we been like, oh, it's another set piece goal we gave up? And I, I like. Fontus a lot as a person i talked to him after the game yesterday and he's so much fun to talk to he's joking about his oh, yeah. goals and how he didn't know it. you know he was like yeah i probably should have shot instead of laying it off to daniel you know the, you know i should have yeah. just taken it let <laughs> it fly cocky. but i'm when you look at our center backs and i'm like ec and Fontus are two of the top 10 highest paid defenders in the entire league like does he does what we're getting on the field justify that and one's out of contract after this year and one's got a team option so we might see a couple different center backs next year. Maybe that's Ford and Voleter, but I think there's going to be a couple of signings next year. So that's probably, for me, where I'd look. But I think the other fascinating question is what happens with Pulse Camp Emilia? Has Pulse Camp done enough? I don't know, but, I mean, that double save where he came out to the box and then tracked back and punched that Chippewa, I mean, he's got some talent.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: So, I don't no, know. I
3: agree. I agree, especially it's it's the same thing we're, we're we're in the middle of we got our veterans and then our young guys we like our veterans because they proved it to us but then they haven't been there for some time and then the same thing with our young guys sometimes they prove it to us and then sometimes they look not good at all so it's like right. i think it's kind of weird tangent but like psg decided to go with donnarumma as their goalkeeper mm-hmm. like their coach said Donaruma is our goalkeeper. Oh, last season, they've been rotating between two keepers. We have to, I think Coach and Peter's good at this, just choose. Just choose one. You've done it before. I don't know why this season's been kind of wishy-washy there, but yeah, I agree with you. I think in the back, definitely our center backs, we need to sign a guy. Especially yeah. even just to put pressure on the guys we have right now.
1: Yeah, for sure. I do feel bad. I, I melia has been so good for this club. I really would like to get him an MLS Cup. But, oh,
3: yes. Kind of like uh, Puma. Like when right. uh, 2013 happened, it was perfect, dude. That's like, that should have been the the best send off, you know? Right. Like MLS Cup, go home, retire, do whatever yeah. you want, go to Europe. Uh, <laughs> same thing, same thing with Amelia. Like he's been great. And it's kind of, it kind of hurts to just be like, okay, goodbye. We got Pulse Cam now. He's a like, right. new bug. It's not like the sporting way, in my opinion. It sounds kind of weird, old fashioned, but uh, yeah, I think I, if, if we could. If we could just win him a cup, and then then we'll be good. <laughs> so it could happen. Look, Daniel just said, look, 1% chance. Give us that. <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> so uh, what, what's next for SKC Fan TV and Kevin Lopez?
3: I think. I've been talking about it with some, some Daniel and uh, some of the other fanboys here for Sporting. I'm interested, interested in, like, actually – going to games, talking to fans, like actually speaking to people, it's going to be complicated where it's like, uh, do I haul, you know, haul ass back to stream or do Mm -hmm. I not stream that day and just do like a vlog? But definitely more vlogs, more in-game stuff. It's going to be, I need to schedule out next season where, hey, I'm going to be at the game this day. I'm streaming this day just for people to expect it. Um, But I like what, you know, Arsenal and Liverpool and all those teams do where, you have guys, there physically talking to the fans. It gets a little crazy. I'm kind of, I'm 50-50. I don't know what people are going to say. So even though I can mute and, you know, I could delete whatever I want. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I want the experience to be with the fans. So the fans, maybe the fans are angry. And I'm just like, look, this is what he said. I'm kind of interested <laughs> in doing that uh, and saying like, Don't hold not me, me responsible. Exactly. You know, but yeah, that's why I, I feel like next season, it's going to be more of like, i i have more time to plan over the summer even though like i got world cups so i'll be streaming that as well but I, i'll have time to like think about what i need to do but i definitely want to go to games physically be there it's important
1: for sure nice cool man how's argentina gonna do this year in the world cup
3: oh that's a question you can't ask uh i think <laughs> we are i'm gonna i'm gonna take the lesson from our captain and say we are going to we have a team to compete is what messi says. We have a team to compete. That's all I'll say.
1: Games yes. will be played.
3: Games will be played. We will physically be there. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, as long as there's no pandemics or world wars, the world cup will happen. Yeah. But I'm excited. I think it's gonna be a great World Cup for every team. I'm excited for Team USA. You know, if USA beats England, oh, oh my man. God, it's soccer from now on, <laughs> you know. Like, can't wait. It's like every Argentinian, there's two things that we care about. It's football and seeing england cry so that would be like a double <laughs> a double win
1: there you go well my friend where can uh where can people find you
3: yes and look great question because i just changed some of my stuff like <laughs> two days ago but uh on twitter it's skc fan tv easy to remember and same thing on youtube and tiktok skc fan tv on on both wherever you would like but streaming on youtube not not tiktoks so i guess tiktok streaming is a thing there it
1: is yeah yeah cool man thank you so much for for hopping on we're gonna have to do this again for sure
3: oh yeah i love this thank you guys for having me
1: yeah absolutely make sure you check them out at skc fan tv hop in the chat help them uh fight off those orlando and austin fans (laughs) so yes please (laughs) thanks kevin we appreciate you thanks guys Boom! Heaven. Yeah, I guy. guy What a uh, what
2: a what a gent! What a, what a treasure and a, and a gem! He's uh, he's
1: just genuinely fun to talk to.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's 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 not like he's just doing you know he's not just doing a rinky-dink podcast. You guys ever heard one of those? He's doing <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's putting in some work and like editing and stuff and and we know how editing is. You do like. Ninety nine percent of our editing. Occasionally, I <laughs> occasionally I have to do it, and I'm like, "Fuck, why did Jimmy have to go on vacation?" <laughs> it's it's not easy, and uh, you know it's it's cool, man. He's doing doing things and having fun and kind of building a, a little community game. I think we join him for a stream sometime. We should, oh, we should pop fun. in there and, and be like, uh, you know, put us put us on the video with us. Let's go.
1: We'll have him <laughs> back. We'll we'll hop on there. We'll we'll do a little community crossover. So it'll be fun. There you go. But check him out. Thank you, Kevin, for joining us. Go check out his work, SKC Fan TV. And uh yeah, tell him that you you came on over from no other pod. So.
2: Absolutely. Always cool to hear someone who's uh you know been listening to us for a while too and uh I think we hey. you know I know the Cooligans have known for a while and I mm-hmm. think he interacts with them time to time, so that's cool. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So let's uh let's take a couple of questions here from Twitter. Before we uh, call it a week, um, yes. we talked a little bit about the Melia Pulse Camp decision. Um, so, you know, shout out to, to Darren Meeker. Uh, he asked about that. Um, he also said, "I took my shirt off, and then we scored. Should I be shirtless every game?" <laughs> so, I mean, I think the obvious answer is yes. Darren,
2: Darren what? <laughs> took my shirt off. We still doing that out there? That's fantastic.
1: And then he just had, you know, shirtless men on the mind because his next question was, have you seen Agata's abs? Impressive. So. Guys,
2: I, no, I haven't, and now I'm like, <laughs> I feel bad, and I feel like I'm missing out here. Is he a hunk a hunk of
1: burning love? Is that I mean, what this is? He's a fit man, I'll tell you that. Big hunk, huh? So, uh, Kev Mendo says, uh, with how the midfield seems to be stabilizing, where does Gotti play next year? Does Janice become a full-time starter and Roger rides off into the sunset, or is he still stuck at the sub? A Voltaire keen to Tommy midfield is super enticing to think about.
2: I think we try to keep Roger for sure, right? I mean...
1: He's out of contract.
2: I know that, but I, I mean, think maybe think... you extend... I mean, the dude has had a massive amount of stats in these last few games.
1: I think he sticks around maybe for one more year at another discount, yeah. and then that's it. But he's not going to be a consistent starter at all. Sure. And I, I think Voltaire, Kinda Tommy is, is crazy as a midfield that's super talented. You kind of have two attacking midfielders and an eight. There's no natural six in there. Voltaire can play the six. Does Kinda drop back to sort of that eight? I don't know. It's interesting. Or maybe there's just rotation. But Yeah, that is it's interesting. A, it's a good problem to, to, to think about. I mean, even uh, XY he asked, you know, do you think Remy would stay as our 6 or would we try to sign a true 6? Um,
2: I don't know. I think, I think I think we could try to look for a 6. I think I, so, too. I assume. I think
1: so, too. Because, we'll dude, see.
2: Volterra has some freaking skills, man, and they, I don't feel like it should be wasted at the D mid role. Like, he's got the speed, he's got the handles, and, and it's just he's got that electrifying attitude and I'm not saying all due respect against D mids. Their job is to not have those qualities all the time. You know what I mean?
1: Right. So I'd like to see us sign a six, uh, if nothing else, just for some rotational purposes, but we'll see. Sure. So, um, you know, shout out to Noah Weimeyer. He has the same thing, you know, Tommy kind to Remy as a, a, a midfield trio next year with new center backs. I agree. Um, Alex Brown, he asked about Pulse Camp between the sticks. So shout out to you. So a lot of the same types of questions. Um, Kev Mendo also wanted you to do your best 1990s Vince McMahon voice to call this a Monday Night Pod. So oh, I don't know. I, I guess
2: he's. Uh, Does he mean like like when he introduces Monday Night Monday Raw? Night Raw, yeah. Oh, and he's like, welcome to Monday Night Pod. I got you you know yep. a little bit of that action i think so pretty solid pretty solid <laughs> now go ahead and uh, go ahead and investigate me for hush money allegations <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then uh last thing you mentioned we hadn't got an email in a while and we actually literally got an email in the middle of recording this we did so shout out to travis mitchell
2: Oh, how cool is that? He, he's listening. Is he listening right now? Like I don't live? know.
1: That's creepy if he is. That'd be weird. But uh, he says, Hey guys, the ranking of our remaining opponents according to ESPN's power rankings are as follows. San Jose 25, Galaxy 20, Houston 27, DC 28, Minnesota 5, Seattle 19, and Dallas 6. I feel like we aren't out of it if Tommy and Agata keep up their form and Peter continues rotating players. So oh, there's man. that. And Stop now, that. take... Your hopeful hat off and put your tinfoil hat on because he said something that you said to me earlier. He goes, On another note, after the last game, Alan Polito celebrated publicly on Instagram for every goal SKC scored except for the ones that William Agata scored.
2: Yeah. Hopefully,
1: the rivalry stays friendly between those two. Thanks. Listening in Japan for now, Travis.
2: Oh, shit. Well, good to you all. That's awesome. So, I think that, uh, dude. It's not a tinfoil hat. I mean, I don't know if there's mm. anything to it, but it's
1: uh, it's interesting. Like The reason I say tinfoil hat is because I saw Willie Agata walk into the locker room, and the first person that gave him a big old hug was Alan Polito, and he had a okay. giant smile on his face.
2: But that doesn't matter. Everyone knows that all that matters is what you put on Instagram. Everyone knows that. if you aren't pub- If you aren't publicly showing your support for something, then you don't care about that said thing. That's obviously true. So. Honestly, sometimes it is though. <laughs> like it, it, you, you have an image, right? You're, you're, you're building up these other guys who scored great goals, but you didn't build up the guy who scored half the goals. So, right. I don't know. Maybe he's like, all right, this a bitch trying to take my job. Hey, you could put on your tinfoil hat, like extra time, uh, podcast was, and someone mentioned that maybe Polito is sent is shipped off. Somewhere for next year. And that's I think it was Matt Doyle who was like, uh, Polito in a contract year? No, that sounds exciting as hell. Right. It's <laughs> you know? not happening. And even it, this wife, David Goss, was like, uh, no, Polito's not going anywhere. But I think Kalen Carr was like, I don't know, he could. No, he's not Come going on. anywhere. Come on.
1: Oh, man. That's been a long one, but I think that's, uh, is this long? It's uh, about all we got for this week.
2: Well, sounds about right. What's, uh, What's the weekend look like? I know you got two home games, Casey Current and Sporting, back to back.
1: So. Yeah, I will be on a plane coming back from uh, Oregon for the San Jose game, so I will not be there. Ah, but Oregon, very cool. I will, uh, I will catch up and, and make sure I'm ready to go for next week. But, uh, but thank you all so much for for listening. Thank you to Kevin Lopez of SKC Fan TV. Go check out his work. Uh, make sure. You leave us that five-star rating and review. Follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, and at JCMac03. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod, or shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. But until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Bet. <laughs>